What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. Smoking sage. <laughs> that was awkward. Okay, what's the what's the compulsion? What's the impulse of correcting the high five? You're like that wasn't good enough. We needed a proper high Social five. Social norms, bro. But I, but it resonates with me. I feel like it's like oh no, that was fuck. It's like a little OCD. Well, it's, a, it's a mistake. It's a it's a double mistake that you just needs to be fixed. That's and it can be easily yeah. rectified. Yeah. yeah. Why but commit? But you can't correct it like three or four times. Then it gets like a little awkward. It's got to be miss, redo, miss again, it's over. You ever get mad like your friendship gets tested? You're like, bro, like that one was you. You know, you're like you're six in and you're like, you don't want to give up for I some reason. I don't go six in. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know. Sometimes I get lost. I, I get I have the right person. I get that with driving or when you walking on a sidewalk and someone's going left and you're going left and then you both go right and then you both go I left. I just hug them. You hug them? <laughs> I mean, not anymore, obviously, but like I just fucking bow. And they're like, I don't know you, do I? I'm like, nah. And I just walk away. You're a cool dude. No, I'm just, I'm, I just, I, I am very, remember that, that crack you did? Dude, it was, <laughs> uh, it was so loud. I'm just fucking, I think I'm just like um, afraid of people and what they think of me or what they'll think of me. And, and if, if, if or when they'll punch me in the face. It's not rational, but it's there. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it makes me overcompensate so i know that i can really fuck with shit in public and nothing's gonna happen to me hmm. you could even fuck with a cop they're people too yeah well, they're, mean, they're to an extent like if there you, are people if you grab yeah, his gun and run uh, <laughs> you're, you're gonna get in trouble i'll uh what's that movie uh requiem remember when he's like hallucinating and they're just sitting at like a like a food stand or like a food truck at night and he just, he's like tripping balls. He's like on ecstasy. And he just, he, like, you don't know he's hallucinating yet. Like, spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen Requiem. Well, that's it's an like old a 15-year-old movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, but a fucking a Jared Leto, who's like a fucking cult leader now, he like, he clips the, he unclips the, the gun and the guy doesn't notice. And then he just takes it. And the, gu- the guy's like, yo, 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 give it back. Like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And then, and then they start tossing the gun between <laughs> each other. And then, he, yeah. and then the guy, like, he just kind of zones back like they do in movies. He's like, he's looking at the gun again like it never happened. And, it, and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I ordered this or whatever. And the cop's looking at him like, mm. Oh, he never actually took the gun. No. Fine. My, uh, it's my memory of that movie is so rough. It's all a dream. Uh, dude. It's an old one. It was all a requiem for a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But dude, that movie gets you high. Everyone says it, and it's just true. Like you watch that movie, and at the end, you're like, hey. "You know which movie I just saw and got me high as fuck watching?" It Fountain. was. I uh, never seen Fountain. Watch it tonight. Uh, maybe I will. <laughs> um, what was it called? Uh, Fear and Loathing. Yeah, that gets you fucking high. Jeez, they like, did a great job on that. <laughs> they did a great job on that movie. You know what? Old movie too. Practical effects. A lot of practical effects. And, and practical effects. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of practical. It was. The LSD um, visuals that they were creating when he was in the casino, like everything was the kind lizards of... and the... Well, that was just hilarious. That was later. Yeah. That was later, yeah. But, but, the, the but that like swirliness moving, yeah. and just that the constant paranoia of turning your head and they really nailed it. And Johnny Depp killed that movie. He did an amazing job. That was the first time I've seen it. It was... Uh, wow, yeah. yeah. I think I've only seen it like once or twice, but it's it's a classic. 
it's like uh, he's he's depi- he's portraying a real person, but it's like obviously a ridiculous movie. But it's ridiculous because that guy's life was ridiculous. Yeah. It's also fueled with drugs. That guy's life and the movie. So it's like it's it's really a fun time. And uh, who's that? What's that guy's name? What's that other actor? The lawyer. Yeah, I don't know his name, but he was I amazing, f- man. He's such a good actor. He's the guy. The man. bathtub he's, scene he's killed he's me. Looks like this all the yeah. time, man. He looks like he's fucking dying. The, the bathtub <laughs> scene killed. Me. Like, put the toaster in the in the. <laughs> <laughs> he's lying in the bathtub. Or when high. he takes the adrenochrome and he take he drinks all of it. He's, he's like, he's supposed to take a drop, man, and he's like a big demon <laughs> like, with, with like six tits and shit. But isn't that crazy that that movie was pretty old and they were talking about adrenochrome, which is like a big conspiracy in today's time. Well, like harvesting it is a conspiracy and like all this like uh, elite people like finding ways to fuck no, with each other or live longer or, or gain weird insights through drugs or something like this is all ritual and occult stuff. But like, is this a real technology? Can you can like, can you take this? Can you harvest this drug and take it and get some kind of high? And it's like that apparently is true. That's that's intense. that's kind of scary. Adrenochrome, if you're not familiar, is just the it, the blood produces it when you're in high states of fear. Is that is that it? Is I have no idea. Yeah, let's just go with that. We have no idea. I think um, <laughs> what they it's a it's a chemical. They harvest adrenaline and then they do some kind of chemical process to it. Like before, before if it gets extracted and then oxygen hits it, it like something happens. So they need to stop that from happening. I I, I read up on it a while ago, but I don't remember. And I'm I don't know, man. That's that's like it's like the eating meat of. That's like the factory farming of, of hallucinogenics. Like that's just so corrupt and strange. Jeez. I don't I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. Man, adrenochrome. But then the visuals that he got was like very satanic. It was like the guy turned into a devil, the whole room was turning red. That's a good point. You know, it was like there was some deeper underlying meanings behind that that scene. It wasn't just like like he did his research, you know? Or or it was like a recounting. Like the guy is just like I saw a devil and it's like this is what I saw and they're like okay we're gonna recreate this in the movie like I don't know what it's exactly based on but even the casino scene like the reptilians like the, everyone was turning into reptiles as as he was entering like that's like the producer the director they were tapping into some shit it wasn't just like oh this will be funny um, they were they were putting some meaning behind these scenes but I still wonder if it was an accident because those uh, those memes or those uh, symbolog- sim- sim- symbol symbols calm symbols are uh, they're there for a reason so maybe they were there for the guy for a reason and then the story was just retold and certain details uh made it through let's say the the process Mm. you know so he saw reptiles because they were acting a certain way they were in a certain context and 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 he associated with with some kind of like non-intelligence you know a kind of animalistic a part of a human but the reptilian part of the brain exactly yeah you might be right and then the devil thing might be something he experienced because of that drug, because the guy gave him the drug and he was bad tripping, or or mm. he was. There's so many possibilities. Or it's like it's like how Aubrey Marcus talks about uh, taking. I I forgot the name again. The 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 pissed off frog. Oh, uh, Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. So he he the one that you burn the, in, right? I th- I don't remember which That's one he was talking. The about. The purging one, the one that Angie serves. I pro- yeah I think yeah. so. So, yeah. but he 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 said it's it felt like I took something that that a pissed off frog gave me. <laughs> okay. Like it's like you could felt. That's a great way of anger. describing it. I I haven't done it yet, but I'm I'm sure. I, I haven't done it either, but it, it's that it's a pissed off frog. That's but it's <laughs> funny that like the, he's he kind of talks about this this metaphysical energy exchanging kind of like. Uh, 
like the chain isn't broken, you know. So if this, so if Johnny Depp's character is consuming adrenaline, yeah, in in some form, and maybe the way it was extracted or or harvested or whatever is is very unethical as well. Maybe there's some footprint or fingerprint there or DNA or experience locked in this in yeah. some quantum way that we just don't some talk bad, about. Bad yet. karma in there. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah. Um, because I, I always try to get away from bad and good karma because someone like Ramdas he said uh well uh, there's a longer story but essentially he compared karma to grace grace being like the action of god and everything and then he's like that's karma also we're just doing it we're just talking about it between ourselves and each other and like our through lives mm. like and it's there's no good or bad karma so um this was i forgot where i got this maybe i maybe i even just made it up I have that book with me. I've been writing my wisdoms, but <laughs> um, in your bullet bullet journal? No, I oh, no. I haven't used that in a while. Okay. I want to bring it back, but I I, I it didn't stick. Okay, it's tough, but it's like yeah. it's going to be a good tool. I feel it, yeah. but I just need to make it my own sort of more. Um, but yeah, like um, and I'm, this is totally off topic of the Johnny Depp thing. But like karma is you reap what you sow. We all know that. But what what I added or someone added. I literally can't remember where I heard this. I might have just been daydreaming uh, and talking to myself. <laughs> that happens a lot lately. Uh, you you reap what you sow, but you're always sowing and you're always reaping. And and everyone is. Everything, like karma, they just call it action. Like that's kind of like the translation. Hmm. And it's like action, just in a kind of neutral sense. So it's like by virtue of how you got that, we'll interpret it as bad because like devil s- symbolism and, and but negative yeah. feelings and like all that. But... I don't know. I don't know. It's fun to step a, an extra layer behind. There is no good and bad. It, it's just our interpretation of it. And everything is working in unison, whether it's... What is that? It's my, it's my duck. Nice. It's oh, it's a goose. little notebook. Canada you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you watch um, Prison Break. I didn't watch it. Oh, okay, Maybe the, the first season. The second, se- second season, the, the guy had like a little bird book. Really? And it, it looks similar to that. It's pretty funny. That's funny. I just... Uh, I just found this and and it grew on me. Nice. I like it. I like the size of it. It's like a nice pocket journal. That's it. It's like I'm I'm reading uh the Hagakure again and it's like this samurai bible. It's like this dude over 40 years just like slowly tried to explain in anecdotes just like, "Oh, and I'll write this." And then like 10 years later he writes something else. <laughs> and he's trying to explain like the samurai bible, like the samurai way. Like the the way being the way of ways. Anyway, that's another topic, but like it gave me this inspiration to do it myself, yeah, for myself, the way of Sammy, though I don't know. Fuck it. One of the pages I I, I read back on him. Yeah, like I started now. I gotta get one like this. It's funny, dude. But um, what the the whole page I just wrote, dude, relax. <laughs> 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 That's it. <laughs> that was my advice for the That's day. So was, funny, you said dude. that. <laughs> you know, I had my psychedelic journal. I used to write in every trip. Yeah, yeah. and I did my first uh, bufo ceremony like a few years back. I wrote in it, like I usually, I was like ritual almost like, okay, after the trip, right in the book, I wrote some things better, li- better said, um, what did I write? I said something, something's better left unwritten, I wrote. <laughs> like that's, that's after that experience, like you don't need to explain this one, just leave it, you know? Yeah, there was, there was a two blank pages at the beginning that I had left by accident and I think I left them blank, just being like, let mistakes happen. And okay. and also remember what you why you left them. Don't write down let mistakes happen. Like yeah, just leave it there. Yeah, like it 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 
when you put a when you put chips down like that, you you're gonna perform better. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It sucks that, <laughs> that you have <laughs> to take a risk like that, or at least I do. Yeah, you know, it's um, just sticks more in the memory because you know it's not gonna be there for you to flip through, and mm. then. F- I kn- when I know it's going to be there to flip through, I almost literally delete things. And I just go like, <laughs> and I just hear, yeah. I just see like a beam, and, <laughs> and it's gone. Where did you pull that out of? <laughs> I got tricks all around us. Is this a fucking talk daytime talk show? Do I have like a mug <laughs> or something? It's so weird because I'm used to Skype now, and we have like a person right here, and there's no yeah. one there right now. So I just keep like looking over, but there's no one there. It, when you were saying like to anyone listening, and you, like you mentioned, and I just went like, oh yeah. Like, like hey I everybody. forget to address people. It's better that yeah, way. You don't have just to. listen. Yeah, just <laughs> join in. This, this is, is not a, a two-way conversation. This is episode sixty, brother. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's so fitting. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I love that. In the midst of the lockdown in Montreal, whatever. Yeah, I was actually. It's funny you brought up the Skype thing. I was thinking about how I really miss having guests live. Yeah. Like, oh man, I, it feels different. I hate to be that guy, but no, like I, I really did experience that there's some people we had on i wish there were like for example um well i can't believe i'm blanket oh pat owen for sure he's accessible we can get him in here yeah yeah. but um the more recent the secret drugs of buddhism mike crowley how cool that but he's in like he's in he's cali right he's from wales but i think he's in uh he's cali yeah he but that guy would be, we would have to take a mushroom with him. I swear I had such a delightful time fucking talking to that dude. Like, he felt like a like a friend. It he was, was so really joyful, that man. But it was such a roller coaster. <laughs> I, I never, we never saw his face. We had the same reaction of just like this, like older, wiser looking man yeah. kind of thing. And it, and it was already an intimidating topic. And he'd, uh, we know it was like a research heavy thing. I honestly, I even mentioned it during the podcast. I felt bad that I didn't read yeah. the book before. I rarely ever do that. Yeah. But like, it, it's like, this time felt merited and and it, he's just such a he's so smart and so like us so interesting but such a shit taker also <laughs> it's such a cool combination he's yeah. ha- he doesn't take himself seriously but he Not takes at all. what he's done seriously yeah and he's it, playful yeah you know perfect word yeah he's really playful and he's like i don't know just a super like i would love to be with that guy in a ceremony or something <laughs> pulls out his little flute just jams it out <laughs> <laughs> that set that the whole precedent that that flute playing I'm like oh okay I know what kind of guy this. I'm is. really glad he did that that's <laughs> always that's always like a maybe a dick move you never know like how <laughs> something like like you're just hey I'll just try you know and but it just fucking landed it landed man I was so I was like instantly in love with this guy like that's a trigger for me like this like he just he's musical too but it's like he's good and it's this difficult little I, it looked like a fucking kazoo. I thought he was just going to go, you know, and make some stupid noises. And he busts out this, like, difficult song. Yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was really oh. nice. That's, like, hard for me to whistle. But, you know... Um, and he's just, like, he's doing it with his fingers. Speaking of live guests, if we go by the rules of our lockdown, we can actually do a live episode in a couple of weeks. You know, with their, the weirdest rules part right now, they're allowing... They're so ambiguous, it doesn't even matter, yeah. I find, at this point. But they're allowing, like like COVID takes rest or whatever they want to call it, going by their standards, like Christmas, you're allowed four days of gatherings. It's so strange. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe this whole curve flattening thing is working by their standards, and they're like, let's fucking bump up some numbers. Let's get some COVID cases. I didn't think of it like that, but maybe. Not not in a conspiracy way, but just like, let's take the hit. People need a break. And then uh, everyone who's not uh, Christmas celebrating is like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, that's like the meme now. Yeah. 
It's so strange. It's like memes aren't even memes. That's what's funny. It's subverting the, its own definition because they don't last. A meme is supposed to exist in multiple people's minds, like throughout mm. time. That's the, that's what the definition. And it's like now it's like a thing that comes and goes quickly. It's literally the opposite. Yeah, it's just yeah, I guess. But some memes stand forever. The the real ones, the yeah, good ones. Yeah, there's there's yeah, that's interesting. There's subcategories <laughs> of memes because there's some that you laugh at for like a couple of days and then it just it lost it's, its theme. It's a I guess I'm being I'm feigning ignorance. Like it's it's a it's a it's a changing of the word or a, a repurposing of the word to describe a medium. It's like a way that you can tell a joke or give information, and it, and it's obviously really dangerous because it's a, it's a blurb. Yeah, there's already words for it, but it's like two sentences, picture. Here, you, that's all you need, and it's like yeah. that's a meme. The word has a meaning that I'm kind of latching onto, but it's it's disingenuous. Like a meme's a me- like you know people send memes to each other. It's like those aren't those aren't memes in that sense, but yeah. it's like you're taking it a little bit too literal. Then it's just yeah. a it's just a little image. <laughs> It's just the it's just the internet, dude. It's just the shitty part of the the shittiest parts of the internet. Yeah. Fucking Facebook. I mean, I don't want to throw Twitter in there. I'm not on Twitter, but I'm. I Twitter's feel like a disaster, man. I, you know, that's one thing I noticed. My stress levels completely went down when I stopped using Twitter. I would I, just we talked about it a lot on the podcast. Yeah, but you know, I would just go on and just unconsciously look at uh, what's happening, news, uh, whatever yeah. you have, you're gonna go on, man. Yeah, and you know what, man? I I noticed that I was staying up late looking at this, and most of it, I would say, ninety five percent of the topics and trendings are always negative. You know, you're never gonna see positive. Like you know, I I bash on watching the news constantly. Like my my parents, my mother does a lot. Mm. She watches the news, and the news is always negative. But I'm not doing anything different if I'm looking through Twitter. And just seeing that like scroll of just like headline, headline, headline. It's called doom scrolling or something. Like there's a name okay. for it now. But we we brought it up. We always bring it up. The nuance is that even if it's positive, I realize not. Like I still I have I've always had Facebook for the last like couple of years anyway. Like I tried to resist at the beginning, but mm. then I got it eventually. <laughs> um, and I regret it. It's shown me a little bit of cool stuff, but like. If I'm being honest, it's like 10 or 20% what I think it is yeah. in terms of positive. There's and so much negativity going on. I've told people like... Well, it's I, the I algorithms that are pushing it. That's the problem. That's part of it. But like if you're... If I'm using it a certain way as well, it's a mix of things. I'll just try to explain a scenario in my head. I don't know how to place it really, but it's like I'm I'm, I'm flipping through. I've done work so that I can have just friends and like art. You know, like not like nothing really that negative. Some news stuff, but not really. Like two or three things, kind of like biased. Like like I'm I'm picking and choosing what I want to see a little mm. bit, and, and that's still that's bad in its own way, and still has a lot of negative doom scrolling potential. But for the most part, it's my friends and and art. And I literally the other day I was looking at art and I saw something I really liked, and I was like, my first feeling or thought was like, I can't do that. Or like, why can't I do that? It was like a guilt or shame or or self like a sadness. Like, and I I just went like fucking Facebook. Like, I, why don't I draw? I just like, what am I doing? And like, you can't escape it. I could do that with YouTube. I yeah. could just flip through thumbnails and find a video. And I'm not even looking for a video. It's like it's that Netflix effect of just like I have it. Yeah. My brother said we're canceling our account, and I just I didn't flinch. I was like, cool. For Netflix. I, yeah, I don't give a fuck yeah. anymore. There's too much out there. There's so much information. I'll man. download some Mandalorian yeah. fucking illegally. <laughs> Come at me. Yeah. I'm admitting it. I'm confessing. <laughs> no, allegedly. <laughs> no fines. <laughs> no fines, please. Yeah. 
But that's it, man. There's just so overflow of content and this idea that you need that content. There's so much like you'll barely notice not having it after like you a really couple of days. Adapt, you're yeah. just like, well, like I stopped using Twitter. I honestly go on for for like five minutes a day just to see what Donald Trump tweets because it's always the funniest shit. He's consistent. It, it's not even that. normal how consistent he is. He's tweeting every <laughs> like 10 minutes and it all day, every day. I, I'm, I admire this guy's work ability because... He's he'll present. tweet at like 3, 4, that, 5 a.m. Isn't that, oh, wow. Isn't that concerning? Don't you just feel like he should have someone that, you, you know it's him, the way he tweets. You yeah, know it's, him. it's so just, he, so it, maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, what's it called? Like soothing. Maybe it's like a, like uh, you're picturing <laughs> other people doing president stuff instead of him. I don't know. It's, just, it's impressive because I can imagine he's <laughs> yeah. busy as fuck. He's not just chilling. But he's the only president who's like, I'm in charge of the brand. <laughs> I do all the fucking social. I do, yeah. You guys don't touch my shit. And it's like, we have a whole team so that you don't have to do that because you're literally yeah, the yeah. president. And he's like, no. The best was he when he had COVID, he was gone. Twitter was a bit silent for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And then like he was released the next day. Like This guy just destroyed COVID like it was nothing. Yeah, they gave him the fucking yeah, something. Secret, secret vaccine. Bro. Yeah. And then... <laughs> As soon as he gets released from uh, Walter, what was it called? Uh, Walter Reed, no idea. the hospital or Walter Reed Military Hospital. He, you go on his Twitter. It was like a tweet every two minutes, just nonstop, <laughs> just like, making up for lost time. Literally, just nonstop. And I'm like, this guy's insane. I don't, I don't understand how he can function like this. But that's the only reason I go on Twitter now, just to see that, and I go off. But why I'm is tell- this funnier than it used to be? Is it because he's not the president anymore? I don't know what he is. I don't know what's going on. Oh yeah, that's all. That's, yeah. that's in the air. Well, we're apparently. still waiting for the ET to come because uh, our last guest was saying, "Was that Drew? Drew, my bro, my boy, dude. That was a great one too. Yeah. Man, we met some cool people, and like, I, I feel like I have a podcast format in my mind, but I feel like having these people on more regularly. It was cool talking to Greg again. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, they're yeah. busy too, so it's like cool to catch up on what they're actually up to. But like, yeah, I mean, Greg has some great projects in the mix, so. It's cool to see when we get him back on the progression of where we left off. Do you feel like that though? Like, I like. There's a few people. I think most people. I just have a lot. I had a fun time talking to, and and my instinct, in real life, all too, because I'm like low key needy. It's just like, hey, let's do that again. Yeah. Like fuck my life and <laughs> your life. Let's yeah. like just stare at each other again. <laughs> like, that was fun, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. There's uh, so many people I would love to have back on, even Pat Owens. But I, I feel like Pat Owens in person would be ideal. If he's down, I mean, yeah. he's a kid and stuff, and he's like, he's like, I know, I know, we, we've like literally had entire podcasts about COVID conspiracies, you know, <laughs> but like, we'll still, we'll still respect to a degree. Oh, for sure. But like, he's he's a hundred percent. He's like not fucking around. Like he's he's full masks. Full probably. I I don't. I, I have don't. no idea. But we could potentially set space this place out a bit more i don't know the two meter distance kind of thing i'm such a dirty human though <laughs> like i don't see people yeah. so i can convince a few of my more reluctant friends to like come visit me maybe well one in specific if i said multiple it would even kind of defeat the purpose <laughs> now audrey i'm talking about audrey i've had her on the podcast she's she's careful and i want to see her and i and i haven't seen anybody lately so that's and then but yeah maybe um like just, but like I'm, I'm just like I just like sneeze and cough. I'm so like indiscriminate with my bodily fluids. You're a super spreader. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of them super spreaders. Yeah, I'm like a. It's crazy what's happening. That the lockdown. It's been like eight months now. COVID's been hitting this whole world. Kind of strange. I am so grateful for it. 
I hate to like people are literally well, people are screaming up at you right and, now. Yeah, no, but I really, I just if anyone who's suffering can is being told to see the good side of something, I'm literally the good side of it. I feel like speaking up. I I, I don't I, I want to be sensitive, and I know people have been hit and. and we need uh, some positivity. Bring it out. Yeah, but I literally just had um, like so much stuff crash into each other at once. And it was like this cool little crossroads. And I had the time. One of the things crashing gave me the time to sit there and sift through the pieces. And, and we don't get that luxury a lot. And Never. That's, that's, pro that's true, actually. And so a, a lot of that sifting was stuff that I hadn't dealt mm. with. It's just, it was just a lot. A lot of people talk about it. Oh, I have all this time to myself. There's all this white noise in life. And it all went away. No, no, no. You guys know what I'm saying. I don't have to get into it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But it is really something I'm feeling. A lot of times I feel like I talk because I understand something theoretically. But when I'm going through it, I'd love to let it fly verbally because some insight might come out. You know, this this is a healing process for a lot of for for the world in a sense because mm. this is like a forced vipassana in, in in a weird way. Obviously not to the same yeah, obviously not to the same uh, restraints as Vipassana is. Uh, we're, we're still able to talk. but Maybe it's worse for some people. Yeah. They're like legit quarantined. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is a moment where we were forced to um, forced to be in isolation, forced to look inwards, forced to be hit with, the f with our lives in front of us, you know? And a lot of that was people realizing maybe this job isn't for me or maybe this isn't for me or maybe that isn't, you know, or maybe that is more of that is for me. And this was a real big time for a lot of people to reassess their lives. My my niece put a... Uh, <laughs> I, th I think I saved it on my phone. It was so funny, but it was like, uh, she just throws this up on Facebook and shit. Like, like, you know when you write something yourself, but it's like bigger words and like colorful? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not a saved picture, yeah. but it just looks like nicer. And I don't know how to do that, actually. But anyway, social media, I'm on it, apparently. Um, it said every, anyone who had, I think I even brought it up a couple of times on the podcast, anyone who had a, like a marriage, like a wedding that was that was canceled because of COVID, God's giving you another chance to think <laughs> about it. You know, and it's like, hey, that's true. And it's like, maybe you need, an, like, <laughs> like the wording implied, it's like, and maybe you need this fucking clarity, you know, yeah. like. Anyone who has any kind of faith or plays with synchronicity, it's like when something when something big comes in and sh and halts what you were doing, you start checking the watch you, and see. Does it say like one two three four or eleven eleven or something? Like your you, your superstition starts kicking in, or you just want to. It's a it's lemons with lemoning. Maybe it's just a a, a reaction that we we want to just try to make something out. and and what that's a great that's a great reaction sometimes you just got to mourn and and accept futility and that's part of things sure but but if it's like even that even that actually is it's it's an air of uh transformation it's well a that's good it to, it's a good mindset i think this was important for us to respect the mourning process alchemy oh, yeah. sorry i was i couldn't find the word yeah. But this is a this is an important time for us to well we've been going through it, but to respect the mourning process and not to avoid that those kind of sad days or hard days. I think a lot of our culture was about mm. pushing that narrative of everything's good, everything's perfect, stay positive, you know, don't let don't be negative, stay positive. But COVID smacked and a lot of people, even me included, we hit the slums on a few days and I think that's important 
to understand how important it is to go through those tough days fully, presently, you know? I do. I'm, I, I'm listening, I swear. <laughs> I'm just looking for my vape charger because I know I brought it and it's not, I can't find it in my bag. You know when you just know you have something and you can't find it? It's so frustrating. It happens a lot. But how specifically has it been like that for you? Well, there's there's a very real change in, in the way life is operating. You know, there's a lot of things that I would value and find actual excitement and happiness through. And a lot of those things were social events, which I didn't, I thought I was more of an introvert, but I actually really did enjoy going for dinners with friends and stuff like that. And so that, just the rep- rep- repetition of life right now is just very isolated, very to myself in my own bubble, and there's not much to do or to see or to, you know? So that was a big transition in my end. And then seeing my, essentially my business taking a huge hit as a personal trainer and massage therapist, it was, you know, a lot of things that you identify with, a lot of externals, your job, your social, get your social life. These are things that are kind of anchors to your existence and that add to your, um, your happiness in a sense, get kind of get stripped away or halted. And then you really have to just kind of rebuild the foundation. And that's why I think it's good to feel these feelings because these are like, this is like, um, like if you like pull away the foundation, you start seeing rot and mold and then you start cleaning it out and rebuilding that. And then the house is already still there. Just imagine you can just lift the house and move it and then clean the bottom and put the house back on. That's probably not possible construction wise. They do that. Oh yeah. Okay. I was just thinking of that. Okay. Beautiful. It's the scariest thing ever. Yeah. To see like your house, like the level didn't change, but they just dig everything. And then the, the ho- dude, I saw a house on stilts, like okay. fucking four, like thin. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay. So I, that's possible though. Yeah. So, so that's just, perfect for the example. It's just, I just yeah, we could, <laughs> let's just keep going. But so it's, it's weird. It's <laughs> a thing. So yeah, but so just for the sake, for visual, you lift the house, clean the fucking foundation and the foundation is you, your unconscious and the deeper layers of your patterns and mind. Yeah. And then, we put the house back on that. So you know, that's really cool. I'm sorry to interrupt you, man, but like I really think often about the tower card and like that that concept of the foundation being destroyed and it taking everything with it. And that's not really like honest. There's a lot of stuff that gets like recontextualized, but not like you don't you don't destroy or uproot. Like everything still happened. Those were nows mm-hmm. that that passed. Exactly. They're they're in the bank. They're yeah. They're as real as they ever were. And they were they were necessary. Yeah. They've shaped us and then we shape like our moment now and, and it just keeps doing that ping pong forever. I never I didn't I never looked at it that way that like I guess I'm re- like it, it, it takes off a lot of fear of change. It's it makes me laugh too because I'm I'm th- I'm wondering a lot of people had like a solid life and 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 a good work ethic, and it's more than just routine. Like you're saying, it your job and your and your, your social life define you, yeah. define us in a lot of ways, or at least we think it does. Well, it's a good mirror. They have, they have a big pa- they have a big um, impact on our exactly on on your on everything. Yeah, it's a it's a huge huge pillars of our lives. It's part of your identity. But this is this is what makes me laugh. Excuse me, I just burped. Um, a lot of my recent life has been in turmoil. Not even in a negative way sometimes. Just to, just in flux. Like everybody's. For for many reasons. And it's been really fun. <laughs> and I th- I'm wondering if, if, if it's because 
like did did I just not like what was going on before? And then and then any change is a good change, especially like drastic changes, d- like a I don't know a new job or like I, I moved out, I, like s- I don't know. But I I just started laughing, thinking maybe it's just like maybe I really just have this ADD uh, aspect to my neurology, and I'm having a blast because of uncertainty, and it's just easier for me to kind of focus and gain in life because I'm being like entertained by novelty. Whereas most people are like, oh no, my solid life is crumbling. And I'm like, my shit life is changing. Yes. You know, <laughs> I just thought that was like interesting. But that's, that's the beauty in it when you can be playful, even in the chaos, you know, and you can, that's what I've gained from this experience. And that's maybe that something that more anyway. Yeah. Maybe that was something that harv- that was harnessed and, and that grew into you. But you know what? If you can find those moments in any type of chaotic events or whatever, if you can find those little moments of just like you laughing at yourself or poking yourself. Well, we were talking about it before, like a little bit of like dark humor to crack a serious situation. Oh, yeah, you know, Ramsey says it all to, uh, like uh, when I, ha- I had like a bad day once and I called him and I'm just like, oh, yeah, man, I'm like rough. I just need like some fucking love, you know. And he go he asked me the first question. He goes, "Did you cry so much? Did you get to the laughing part of the crying?" And I was like, "Yep, <laughs> like I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about." And I feel like we're touching on that. Like, there's this insanity, or at least it feels that way in, at, at first. But it's like there's there's so many perspectives available <laughs> yeah. if we realize that we can do that. Like, like I don't know. I guess I just feel like I'm a person and I have this solid personality and I'm this way. And it's like, no, man. And and uh, and the fear of that is uh, waning as well. So that combinate that little storm, humility, man. Yeah, it's just yeah. There's an eye in the storm that, that, <laughs> that we talk that we talk about often. It's so true, though. But it, you know, that's the best part is that we can catch yourself taking something too seriously. You know, I take myself too seriously, so it bleeds into everything. Yeah. Or at least I used to. You know, that's uh, those are big big lessons that can just slap you in the face and then you know it can just change your whole mood and perspective on how you were so attached to what the storyline was in your mind yeah i i feel like there's um i feel like that's a deep personality trait i feel like that i don't i i don't know i haven't asked enough people but i feel like that's always going to be that way but the more it gets challenged the broader it gets i feel like i always need some kind of story or some kind of, I, I don't know. Like, in in some in literal ways, I've been, I've been looking at how media has shaped my way of seeing life, and I've been walking away actually from the idea of a story. Like, there's there's cool concepts about looking at yourself, looking at the hero's journey, or looking at yourself as the star of your life, and all these cool little like thought tools. Mm. Or like I don't know what to call them. They're like t- there there are t- perspectives, but the I don't know. Life doesn't. Life's not as pretty. Life doesn't doesn't have continuity sometimes. You know, the wh- who's that guy that said uh, I don't know. Maybe it was like Gene Roddenberry or something. But someone someone said the difference between fiction and nonfiction is fiction has to make sense. <laughs> It's like life is a recounting, and if a miracle happened, it happened. Mm. You have to say what happened. Yeah. But fic- But if you're making it up, you have to make it reflect life. It's true. In yeah. a believable way. Life isn't believable. That's so crazy. And, and yeah. my favorite word to describe life now is absurd. Mm. That's all I can say. And it's neutral. 
It's not good or bad. It's just absurd. Yeah. I don't fucking know what's going on. I don't care to know right now. <laughs> so in that absurdity, it's important not to take it too seriously. It's important to just, you know, like if something. Anytime something's neutral, choose to choose the positive. Yeah, I, I, that's my my shortcut, personally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, what's that? What's that dude? Uh, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, he said. He said, in any situation, accept. That's the first step, right? And then he says, if you're already accepting, you may as well enjoy. Mm. It's like, oh, that actually makes sense. And then his third thing is like, if you're in a state of enjoyment, look for a task. Be enthusiastic. This is interesting because this is what we spoke about it before the before we started recording was uh, about free will, you know. And then you were saying that maybe it doesn't exist or maybe that you don't actually have free will. Oh, the Jim Carrey, yeah, like, yeah. am I really thirsty thing? But yeah. I don't know where when this happened. I think it was ayahuasca or whatever, fucking some drugs that <laughs> <Something>. I <laughs> something I took. And um, free will was very was illustrated to me so clearly that it, I think I've already mentioned this to you, but also repeat it because it goes into this is that. Free will comes down to two choices, accept or reject. Oh, sorry, accept or re- resist. And those are your two choices as life's fucking doing its thing. So now add a third to that is the ex- acceptance and then enjoy or resist and then be fucking upset about it. Those are the real two options we have on this crazy mathematical wave. Yeah, it's almost like you don't even have to say it. If you just say, if you just explain this accept re- resist concept, you you're gonna notice like oh when I'm resisting I'm in resistance and what it's I'm it's in its it's in its, it's, in its name and, yeah it's resistance like, is gonna equal tension you know but that's but that's it that's your two choices is really just this whole storyline is going on you know this is pretty much mathematically equated I, it's it's tough to swallow that pill I mean like we're just two dudes in a fucking thing talking about like causality and <laughs> fucking destiny and like free will and shit. I don't know. But I mean, I, I, when I was a smart ass and I was like reading Nietzsche and everything and being like, all oh, cool. I, I, my conclusion was it's kind of rhetoric more than anything. Cause it's not conclusive in any emotional sense, but it's like you're, it's like the flat earth thing, you know, like I gave myself the, the, the free reign to look into it and to be like, maybe it's flat. It's flat. What the fuck do I know? It's flat. Yeah. I've done. I've done the research. <laughs> I've done the math. <laughs> I actually ended up doing the math. It's really easy. <laughs> it's not. It's. It's either. I mean, it's. If it's flat, then the sun is very close. There is some archaic and very small. There is some archaic. Um, what's it called? Uh, experiments you can do that can prove otherwise. I know. There's entire documentaries <laughs> where people are do a thing with a couple shadows and you, you'll you'll calculate the Earth's curve. That, that's the one I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I'm, I'm, who I'm getting... Who was the, the scientist that did that? Was it... Uh, Something with an A. W- I don't remember. Ar- it wasn't, no. It wasn't Aristotle. Aristotle? Aristotle. 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 Oh, I'm hungry. I'll have a strudel. Uh, no, I don't remember. But... Um, he was a philosopher. Yeah. We, can, we just... We're, we're, this is Google, bro. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't know things. Let's, yeah. not, let's not even pretend. Just throw bust a name out and sound smart, air quotes. Well, uh, that's what we all do. Memorization. No, there's smart people. <laughs> there's actually there's they just, wise they just people. Memorize more than us. <laughs> that ties into the free will argument. Yeah. What was I saying though? Talking oh, yeah, about the, no, yeah. the experiment. No, but uh, so my my interpretation of free will is 
you experience one and you can you can philosophize you can you can wax all you want you know like the world is round and if i was a pilot or a sniper i would need to know that but for the most part i am it's functionally flat for my fucking tiny feet so cool it's round it's flat who cares i'm gonna say it's round in conversations because i don't want people to fucking ear beat me unless they're saying it's flat i will start i will probably just be like yeah cool it's flat i believe you I'm one of you, bro. Don't worry. Like, and then I just get out of the conversation. I don't care. It's not. I, I'm. I'm not like this with everything, but that Newton's flaming laser sword. Just this idea that, like, if you can't experiment on it, if you can't prove or disprove, then like, don't even talk about it. Obviously, there's a lot of things I like talking about that are personal and spiritual and kind of hard to share. Um, but. I mean, I really don't need to know. So, do I need to know that I have free will? Do I, do I need to know that Does I have Does it change I can, your life? I can calculate at all. more. If I, I've tried, it hasn't worked. But so, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking I'm either bad at it yeah. or... You know what? Either way, that's the, compl- that's the end of this conversation, of this segment. <laughs> is, no, we're done. No, but <laughs> the, the conclusion is that the accept uh, resisting would still apply in either scenario. Exactly. And what's practical to your day-to-day life? Does it knowing the Earth round, it, knowing the Earth is round or flat? Does it really fucking affect your decisions on a daily? No. Like I said, how many jobs can you name? I said pilot and sniper. Yeah. <laughs> Who else needs to know the Earth is fucking round? Uh, Astronauts. Fucking anyone at NASA? They know. They don't yeah. even need to know. But it's it, all in their fucking calculations and shit. Yeah. It's just. I can see the frustration in someone who studies this in science. Someone's fucking astrophysicist or something and just seeing his life's work being debunked on a YouTube video or debunked, I should really air quote that because it's not being debunked. The word debunk has been debunked at this but just point. Just imagine you have a, you're, you're passionate about your field and you have a, a growing number of group members saying it's bullshit. I, I find it hard. I, like, I know that they're frustrated, the scientists, but like, we need more Neil deGrasse Tysons. We need intermediaries. Well, that's a that's a big point because I think a lot of scientists are doing a big disservice by not addressing this. Yeah, it's in, showing in a, something in a in a mindful educational manner. A exactly. lot of it is just shaming and creating like an us versus them kind of thing and a division. And I get it. The frustration's probably like horrifying because for you, this is like basic common sense, like. One plus one equals two kind of thing. Even that's debatable, but whatever. Whoa. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just kidding around. <laughs> but there's actually, I went down the internet rabbit hole and there's like this whole debunking know, the I one know. plus yeah. one equals two. Anyway. You can make anything equal anything. But that's, so that's, so those kind of people, I don't think you can reach them. I think they're so far into their lane. But there's some people that might just be uneducated and think the earth is flat and they watch a few YouTube videos and that's their, their, um, they're long and repetitive and compelling. They, you know, they, they just use like buzzwords and music and it's like, some of them are a little more like, like I, re- I remember one time this flatter thing was it's like a keyword though is music that they put in there. Oh, they pull me. your emotions, man. They do. It works. Yeah. It's they put on this like mysterious. Ooh. Oh yeah. Then, yeah. And then they show like, oh, you thought it was this. And, and the then biggest like, secret. And yeah. then, you know, and then you're convinced because they, they're hitting you with your emotions. And then the fucking, <laughs> like, what's that? What's that? Uh. Who's that dude who did all the Batman movies? Christopher Nolan. Nolan. The yeah. Nolan. The <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, like yeah. the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're, just, you're focused in, you know? But I feel like the, we need more Neil deGrasse Tyson's exactly what you're saying. Even better than him, though, because he... 
Him and like Michio Kaku and like fucking you know who's a good one? Who's that who's that fucking Suzuki? David Suzuki. Yeah. That dude actually he puts his money where his mouth is. He he when he gets pissed, he fucking lets you know. Mm. He's always doing like work he believes in. He's always doing like uh like really hard like environmental and charity work and stuff. Like he's been and, consistent. And he's and he it's not it's not just about money where your mouth is. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson's an astrophysicist. He doesn't need to like prove himself he's doing watch a job. star talk man have you ever watched his podcast incredible no, actually well, amazing may, maybe a few times because it was like a comedian that i like he's it's like a free uh free course so much information you'll gain just from a couple episodes but i, I just like I, there's so much superficial info and there's a lot of times when you're you just have to take people's word for it because they did the math neil degrasse tyson is going to sit there and f- with a straight face and tell you backwards time travel is is possible if you have two black holes that are about to eat each other yeah and and you somehow like find a way to, and i was like i'm i'm just and he, he he has to literally look at your dumbfounded mouth like a gape face and say trust me the math works out B- but trust in in the trust me the math works out sentence is like 15 years of 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 high level schooling yeah. <laughs> or, or something you know so and peer reviewed yeah like like you gotta take a you gotta take a gamble who you put your faith in and uh, i'll put it in a few people and that's but but the the red that's my point though is some people never want to gamble i know you have to but that's why we're like people like us we're saying i don't want to watch the news anymore we're not even gambling anymore if anything we feel like we're taking more power back our attention is ours now and we're looking outside if it's the end of the world, we're gonna notice. Yeah. If it's raining, I don't need the fucking weather app. I just look outside. Yeah. That that logic. So, I like that. I like someone coming out and saying, "How do I know the Earth's fucking round?" That's just what I was told. Mm-hmm. Since I was seven years old, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. that that that's powerful. But the the difference is, is that's logic. Yes and no. It is in the sense the it's be- a little too pure. The, the premise is there, but then shutting off to any possible answer is where you lose the logic. It's just all of a sudden it's just I don't want to hear your side. I don't think anything's real. Blah 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 blah. No, if anyone's being a fuckhead, then they, then but there's they a big move. a big number of people that are doing that now. That I'm not talking about those assholes. Oh. If someone wants <laughs> actually to be explained, then you can you can have levels of complexity. They even have these cool videos where they do, they they have a, a professional like explain something to a like a kid and then to like a peer. And mm-hmm. everyone in between, and it's really cool to watch them kind of struggle, and then the last conversation to be more of a conversation mm-hmm. than an educational talk because they are peers. It's it's cool, and then like they, she learned something, and he learned something. Like it's yeah. So instead of just being like, "Okay, the Earth is round, idiots," it's like, "Why do you think the Earth is flat?" And oh well, I don't have any proof that it's round. Okay, so why do you think it's flat? Oh well, I have I had these videos I saw. Okay, well. Like uh, re- three, four questions in, we can start, uh, like, um, you know, uh, dissecting it. Yeah, to picking it, picking it apart, not in a negative way. Deconstructing is the word I was looking for, and yeah. there's not enough of that, and there should be because there could be one-stop shop, good Fuck YouTube it. video. Let's get an astrophysicist on the podcast to really do that. Neil, <laughs> Tyson, anyone who's studying that, please contact us because. Uh, we should really have that little bit of a... That would be so cool. It would be kind of cool. To just really get into... Maybe that does exist and I'm just lazy. I haven't found it on the internet. There's like people really... You know what, actually? There's a really cool YouTube thing. Um, I forgot what it's called now. Shit. But it's like 
you know, like a like two vets talking, and one's like f- like young and one's old, or like two. One guy thinks the Earth is flat. One guy thinks Earth. I is round saw a video of that like it was Ellie. Uh, yeah, it was Ellie uh, Bible. They did uh, the physicist versus, versus a flat Earther, and it was actually a very nice conversation. But the problem is, I think they edited so much of it. They made it like a thirteen-minute conversation. Oh, it's short. Yeah, but it could have been well, like is a that the po- one where they have the they were having a beer, and yeah, yeah, and they have to yeah. they have to bring the they bring the beer to agree, strongly disagree, yeah, or uh, disagree, strongly disagree, and they that's how we're gonna change the come to a real understanding and come to the truths by having those kind of conversations, not yeah. by shaming and dividing. I yeah, but how do you tell someone they should be shaming themselves without shaming them? Because that's not necessarily always a bad thing. Shaming themselves. Well, uh, being accountable. Well, I mean, when the evidence is so overwhelming in front of you, yeah, and like, if you don't take it, then... If you're in a structured debate, and then you go, well, you know what, I just kind of believe it. And it's like, well, you just backed out of the debate. That's, that's the, not a fucking argument. But that's... You're not able yeah. to convince me with exterior information. Like, I don't know. That's... that's the deba- the, It's not a debate at that point anymore. Well, it's over. It's it's, just over. It doesn't make any sense after that. And now that's one guy, you know? Hey, you know what? The solution's going to be there as soon as they do space travel uh, trips when it's available to the public. When there's a fucking hotel on the moon. I don't know. They're going to tell you the glass is curved or something. Some bullshit. <laughs> or when Elon it's finally it's lives on fucking Mars and has a giant colony. Then what we're going to say? He's in fucking uh, Arizona somewhere. <sighs> Fuck, dude. Uh, it, Look, you I, know what? Talking about... Live it, yeah. I think if you don't live it, you're, there's always going to be... Some asshole saying, But even oh, then, when you do live it, fucking green screen. <laughs> yeah. Even if they did live it, they'll probably come up with like uh, they dr- they drugged us all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they smoke grenaded us, so they they, they just brought but, us into a little simulator. But shit. now we're literally sp- putting spotlight on like mentally ill people. Like I think that there's there's a blurry line there where someone like I'm I'm a little bit neurotic and 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 it can turn into almost paranoia. But for the most part, it's very it's like a it's like a lot of. Strict logic with a touch of pessimism. The problem is, is that they're not. You can't fully categorize it as just mentally ill because the problem is, is that they were right before and that things, establishments have lied in the past and kind of formed this this culture. But that in itself is a fallacious argument. So if they're arguing the logic of of not knowing something and not relying on an authority, what you're saying is also like an appeal to the past. I don't know what the like the Latin name is for it, mm. but it's a fallacious argument. It's just a. I mean, you know, philosophically speaking, you don't even know if gravity is going to work consistently when you walk out of the door, you know? Like, I don't want to get too uh, existential and yeah. crazy about it. In a practical sense, though, there isn't really... Um, uh, it's it's a valid argument if you're making a case, if you're, like, in court, and it's like, this is a precedent, this is possible, so we have to look into this. But if it's just like, oh, somebody lied, so everybody's lying, you know? like, <laughs> Well, there's pain there. You know, it's not necessarily that they're mentally ill, though, or that they're, you know, they're just, they've been lied to so many times that they just lost all trust. That, yeah, we're, we're saying the same thing. There's degrees. Yeah. yeah. There, there needs to be, we need to address, if someone is willing to listen, if they're, like, I, like me, I was like, of course the earth is round, and then I said, I caught myself. Wait a second, I actually don't know that. I've just been told that. Holy shit. Like every other thing I've doubted in my beautiful, crazy brain, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. And and then I looked into it. I went down that <laughs> rabbit hole for realsies. And some weird shit came out. <laughs> some weird it turned into like God talk. It turned into like weird magic stuff about the moon. There's so many weird avenues. Everything is everything, dude. 
everything bleeds into everything else. Like we're like some weird circular gravic, gravity river thing, river ocean. But this is what frustrates me about that theory is that mm. you're being told that it was flat. So now you're. No, I, I looked into the opposition. Mm-hmm. That's all. I'm not. I didn't believe one or the other. And then, and then, with in looking into it, I came up with two conclusions. One, I've kind of proved it to myself that it's round. And two, I don't actually need to know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like me, and even a little crazier can be educated. But if you're literally going to be put into space, I feel like we're even wasting too much time on this topic. Like, if you're going to be put into space, yeah. And then they're like, no, they fucking hypnotize us. They just put us in a simulator. And, and then there's nothing just, I can do for you. I, a, I was trying to give a, them every chance. It's a Disney ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. a Gravitron. Yeah, it's a fucking... Then I'm sorry. That's uh, I can't help you there. <laughs> Fuck those people. That's all I'm saying. There's like, yeah. It sucks, but don't waste your time on everybody. Mm. Like, Speak to your audience kind of thing. And that goes for scientists and everything. Like, the, there just needs to be more of that. That's, that's the part we agree on anyway. There needs to be more inclusion in a real sense. And, th- and a lot of people are like, no, exclude the idiots, exclude the racist people, exclude the... That's the, not the answer, though. The criminals. And it's like, you're, you're kind of missing the point. We're all, we all have these potentials. Yes. And they're all in us in degrees. And we're going to... And the lines are blurry, as I said a few seconds ago. So anyway, that's... But that's, that's an important that's point, man. Sense. You know, it's like we're forgetting that this is a giant class. You know, and we're we're some of the kids aren't are not up to the par with some other kids, and then we're pointing fingers at them and laughing or saying, you know, what, you're not welcome in this class anymore. When there's, we all have that opportunity to learn and grow, you know, and just cutting someone off because they're off, they're they're mm-hmm. not on the same um, wavelength or ability yeah, or, or level of understanding or knowledge or type of level of type of understanding. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. I never I, every time I hear the, the like life is a classroom or whatever, it's like it gives me this knee jerk like uh because it sounds deliberate and it gets kind of like a religious or spiritual and I always get kind of cagey with that. But it's the first time that you made me realize I also think of it as school. And we have an experience with school and classrooms that are not necessarily positive mm-hmm. for for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Even if they did well and most of a lot of people didn't. I don't know. I don't know the numbers there, but like, I find that interesting. Like, I really have realized lately that that's all you can claim. That life is just a learning, a series of learning opportunities, a bunch of tiny games, a bunch of tiny stories. That's life is the the container for story. It's not a story, like I was saying before. Mm. So, yeah. Like I just a hundred percent agree with yeah. you, and and I never have before. Like it really just never have is agreed with me, or just on that. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I've never once. It's the first time we have an agreement. It's the first <laughs> everything you've ever said. One time you called me Sammy, and I said no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, but no, but um, I have many names. Many names, but two. I have, I have. Hold on, I have my yoga name. What's your yoga name? Sarvesha. I like it. I have, I swear, that's not, that's totally real. I'm not making that up. I have my nickname, which was a pretty much a birth name, which is Sammy. I have my real name, my slave name, which is not funny to anyone <laughs> of African descent, uh, which is on my birth certificate is Alexander. And then I have two middle names. I didn't know this. And then I have my last name. We all have a last name. But I have, yeah. so I literally have five names. And everyone calls me sammy 
I can't get a nickname. It's a cr- I have a curse nickname. I have like a, huh, like you have to just, everyone has to call me Sammy. I even try. I'm like, oh, call me Alex. Call me Lex. I call think me Xander. We, you've passed the age of nicknames though. <laughs> yeah, but when I was like seven or eight, my mom's like, you know your real name's Alexander, right? Like, yeah. that's how, like I was <laughs> Sammy before I was Alexander. And I was in, I think I was in sec four or five. So I was like done high school yeah. when I started responding to Alexander. Because well, people were marking me late. I had to tell the teacher, like, put Sammy in brackets there. Uh, I see. You know, they're like Alexander, and I, w- I wouldn't <laughs> fucking put my hand up. Yeah. Identity crisis? I wonder if that fucked with me. It probably fucked For me. sure it fucked with you. Everything fucks with you. At Everything age. is, yeah. <laughs> you were just sponges at that age. Just like little it's all learning experiences. But, but that's a um, thing, going back to the classroom an- uh, analogy, is that we are really just here to learn. If you look at a child and how they function, it's like they crave knowledge. They're craving to understand something. And maybe that's why we're the fucking ninja, like, uh, animal on the planet. Mm. Like, um, I was watching, actually, I think it's called Born with a Defect. It's uh, a Christopher Titus uh, stand-up. He has many, like, people think that guy vanished, but he's just hasn't stopped doing stand-up, and they're all on YouTube. And he has a podcast also. But anyway, fucking Titus. His face looks like a leather glove, <laughs> but he's hilarious. He said he he was his whole that whole uh, comedy special, like an hour plus, is just about how crazy it is, like how useless humans are when they're born. Like we're literally just these cr- like we're we're not apex predators, but we're apex learning machines. Hmm. We're apex pattern recognition isn't social. Isn't any baby useless when it's born? No. No? Dude, a fucking, like, a baby elephant will probably kill you. Oh, yeah, it would kill us, but it would get butchered by any animal in the in the jungle. Maybe. Dude, a baby, like, deer can run in, like, an hour. That's it true. It takes us, like, five years to Usually, learn how to That's walk. true, actually, because, like, a baby's bored, it just plops out, it can't do shit. Dude, a baby is retarded. But that just shows they can't the feed themselves. That just shows you they how can't hold important. Their own head up. <laughs> yeah, but that, that just shows you. <laughs> their knees aren't formed yet. No, but look their at Their heads that. are so soft. Why, though? Because we had such a strong um, tribe and they, they didn't need to have all those protective mechanisms. Exactly. It was just literally just protecting the brain so it gets big enough and smart enough to understand how to survive. That's why we can't hold our head up. Our heads are so oh. fucking big. <laughs> like this and we're baby. It's very interesting if you look at the birth because that will show you what, what mechanisms of evolution were needed for that survival. And it's all... And ours was very tribal based, so you didn't need to have fucking working knees and elbows t- right out of the fucking uh, po- uh, <laughs> vagina portal. Yeah, the the old. Ute. That's interesting. That's very interesting. And it, I was talking to my client about it because they just had a kid, and I'm like, "Isn't it weird when you, because you know the skull doesn't fully close in for two years or something, so it's just like a soft spot there, but it's literally just the." The skull slowly building into itself. I don't know if it's already like oh, it's layered, but it like it fuses. Like yeah, there's, there's yeah. parts of your spine. Well, it's slowly also. moving, right? It's it, as the baby's developing. Uh, look, I and there's cultures that shape like the grandmother comes in and like is like that's not how heads should look. It's crazy. <laughs> well, let's dude. make you a cone head. Ugh. Yeah, they actually look like cones when they're born. That's why the head's yeah. soft, so they can get out. But how crazy is that? That so vulnerable at birth cannot survive on its own. Most babies can't, but. Ours specifically is human babies are just so fragile. But it's funny how they're made fragile because we're fragile because it, so that we don't die when we give birth. We. I'm a dude. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> humans. I don't know. And uh, 
the idea that I don't know, it's like a chicken egg thing. Like, what's the purpose? Like, they're they're we need to be a lot. We, they need to have parents. They need to have guidance. Yeah. Like it's our our entire needs a group. Yeah. Needs like a we're we're spiritual by nature. Our a lot of our DNA isn't physical. That's really cool. I know it's been like said before, but like I'm seeing it and feeling it kind of. Yeah, we we, we need community. We need a community. We need some type of some type of group. It just shows in our birth. It just shows how how we've evolved. We literally can't evolve be on our own. And yeah. that's true from birth till now. It's also really rare to find somebody who's like okay with being totally alone, like a true like a really independent like hermit type person. Yeah. Am but I still in the shot, you think? Eh, ish. Mm. Come back in there. Maybe later. <laughs> Chill out here for a while. <laughs> but yeah. So hide. Well, there's outliers and everything, but collectively the majority is in, in tribes. You know? Yeah. I know it's repetitive. I'm like for me personally, I'm annoyed hearing things over and over, but like if that's what we are, that's not what we're doing. Then right now you mean? Yeah. Like as a as a society, whatever. Well that's I why I think the downside of COVID is the whole situation. I think what they're doing, what we're doing, or what we're agreeing to do is so bad for the foundational... It's a lot worse than we realize. Yeah, because the, like, let me just put it out there, and I'm pr- probably everyone who's listening has probably felt this at one point, and for sure you did. But I don't know if you got this watching a movie or a show or something, and then like there's a high five or there's a hug or there's like a group of people close. For me, I don't know why, but now there's like this, oh, that... Like this, this like moment where I'm like, oh, that, that's weird. They're so close to each other, and I'm like, oh, forget it. Like, but there's that addition that added into my mind that I never had before. And I, I said that why. to a few people, and a lot of people had that same real. If you didn't, props to you, brother. But I don't know why. I don't know if it's just like a, I didn't touch people at first before. <laughs> it was always deliberate. Yeah, maybe. but my point being though is that what we're doing right now, this separation, is going to be a big problem for the future generations because they're learning not to be in with each other or, or next to each other and we're 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 really adapting to this online life virtual life and look it's going to happen either way like shaheen said it's the the singularity is going to happen whatever but I, I like that we have no idea what it looks like though and that we should yeah. have like we should still try to shape it but i guess i guess there is uh, it, it, we do need a kind of acceptance but it, it it's it's sad to see that f- these foundational things that make us human are kind of being told shunned upon right now and told not to be not to gather like think about that but that whole problem is shedding a light on like uh, like i was saying about the lot of, a lot of our dna kind of lives outside of us like this massive collective agreement is failing us and it's it's something we're born into and we accept blindly often so a lot of us i mean like we've talked about cacophony we talked about like the like the cacophony society and all this stuff like amongst ourselves i'm sure we mentioned it a few times here too but like this is a massive shakeup of what we're used to. And it's caused by something. It's not just like a meteor came out of nowhere. Like, we deserve this in a weird way. We're not ready for what we're receiving. And we've been told we're receiving it in multiple forms, in multiple ways, from multiple mouths of geniuses. You know, like, we know what's coming. And we still are kind of, like herded into certain things and we're starting to realize it's deliberate it's so some asshole somewhere can make more money and that's scary when a bunch of people are 
this is where it gets like a little conspiratorial, but it, it's it's not even. This is flat out like people, a bunch of people made a bunch of money while a bunch of other people suffered. And when when you get into the mechanism, it gets really ugly and you realize there's some fundamental problems and we're touching on it. I think it's like we, we sacrifice our health. We sacrifice our humanity for for our society and our society doesn't really pay back. We're not, we, we don't, we're not, I mean, you know, we, we are, we are society. We can build it somewhere else and hopefully that's what we're doing. But like there, there needs to be uh, nature respect, you know, and, and that's us too. The, the physical actual DNA, you mm. know, we're fucking kids up. We're fucking, we're destroying lives and it's a choice. It's people saying, look, it's us, it's us or them kind of thing. Like we're either going to kill a bunch of people with a virus or we're going to kill a bunch of people with like depression and suicide and, and, uh, poverty and, and, um, and poor quality of this or that and mm. social and, and, and hygiene and who knows what. There's so many problems with the lockdown, with, with the like the logistics of a lockdown, but it, like, this is something that's systemic, and that it, there's no immunity to, and that is being like finagled deliberately so that more money can go to the same places all the time. More money, more power. More power, more direction of money. More money, more power. It's a fucking cycle. So. I'm literally, I just, I'm talking myself into being like, fuck lockdowns. I just now realized, like, I, a lot of people are going to die either way. There's going to be a lot of harm either way, but we're just afraid of a disease instead of, like, there's two diseases that we're contending with right now. But there's one that we think there's a vaccine and that there's a, there's a, there's a bright future, but we're actually paying into the other vi virus, the other problem. And that's getting worse and there's no immunity, there's no vaccine. The mental health issues. But it's but it's like it's cha it's like ordered chaos. It's like uh, it's like a, from above, like a, a from on high. Like this is deliberate. This is people fucking with society and hurting us. And I, I mean, I'm 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 maybe I'm getting away from the conversation a little, but I'm talking about how this corporatocracy vibe trickles into this separation of tribe. You know, even before COVID, just this uh, live where you work. Mm. And uh, like uh, you know, sixty-hour weeks, like uh, the the pay not being enough for people to survive, multi-income uh, housing, uh, like houses, uh, like uh, families. I mean, mm. like things are getting worse. We think they're getting better, but they're getting worse. And we are now with COVID, literally, like on a, at a fork. And and I just kind of noticed it. I never talked about it this way in my, in my in my mind. Mm. But they're like. It's hard. It's debatable which scenario is worse. We're losing a lot of comfort either way. We're doing things wrong. We need to make a choice. But are we going to make a choice out of fear and just get more fear? A double down on, on the virus. Like I said, the societal systemic problem doesn't have an immunity other than like people protesting and getting pissed. But that's a right. That's a physical thing that can be manipulated by law and by... by by legislation, by physical people with, with like cops with handcuffs and guns and things can get so messy and there's no, there's no immunity to that. Mm -hmm. That's just like human nature shit. But biologically speaking, we will become immune to, to COVID eventually. Well, is it going to mutate? We're always going to get something. We're always going to lose some people. We should just let that happen. It sucks. It's horrible. We should mitigate it as much as possible. 
But if it's between that suffering or perpetuating the shitty society that is destroying the planet and destroying our humanity at a physical and spiritual and psychological level, what the fuck should you choose? Come on. It's controversial, but I agree. It doesn't sound controversial to me anymore. Yeah. I've just kind of convinced myself. Like, I know I don't understand the nuance, but like that's kind of my podium now. So you're in power. You're the mayor. You're the whatever fucking prime minister. The person that makes the rules. What do you do? I hate those scenarios because I know you, every time you give me hypotheticals, I never give you the answer no, you want. This one, give it to me. My, okay, but I <laughs> instant my first thing. Yeah, I'm hiring a bunch of smart people. Boom, done. I'm Delegate. Not, yeah, well, not. But I'm I'm the I'm the yes no I'm the veto guy. Okay, but I'm like I'm like and that's where it's unrealistic. Are, are they gonna have time to really like educate <laughs> me? It's gonna come down to trust. Yeah, I'm gonna be like you. Okay, like you got a bunch of upvotes on this website, or like you, a bunch of people respect you in your field. I don't know, man. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't think the way we're doing things is taking into account everything that you said. You know, I think we're we're solving one issue but causing ten other issues. We're we're at, we're moving in fear, and, but and there's there's entities taking advantage of that. That's I, what's fucked up. That's what yeah, I yeah. But hate. there's always there's always that kind of shit going on. But the the yeah. under you know it's in the the 2008 housing crash. There was a shit ton of people that made the most money possible off of everyone's suffering. You know, it's just that's just the way it goes. But that's, I don't know. That's the problem. That's the thing. Anyway, that, that's yeah. Let's 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 gloss over it for now. <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't know if locking everything down and shutting it off and doing this thing is the best move. I don't know what the best move is, but I can tell you that there might be a better answer out there. But I think it's like this was the first shot they took and they're just holding on to that bullet and not switching the direction because maybe they'll create huge distrust if they started revamping their um, strategy so far into it. You know, it's kind of like... Um, yeah, they have to pretend that they were right all along. But the, the It's kind of like if they switch their 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 narrative now, it's like, "Oh, hey, sorry we fucked your business up for 6 months. Or sorry we we caused this amount of suicides, but we realized we fucked up. We're going to switch directions." I don't think they're going to make something like that. So it's like, "Oh, we're going to go with this narrative and we're going to keep pushing it." But I have no sympathy or I have no empathy for these people because you're, this is all within a system that I have a problem with. It's like, oh, "Okay, you have a pro like they're afraid of that because they want they want the votes next uh, election." They're going to be hated on. We're a bunch of fucking sheep idiots who are just like, oh, COVID was bad, so let's get new uh, leaders. Like, like one is fucking relevant. Like, it, first of all, you're judging them on how they reacted in a crisis. Second of all, you have no idea who you're voting for ever. You don't know what they're going to do, and there's no repercussion to them not following with their promises. And third of all, there's already a bunch of rampant corruption. In the yeah. system that we're like, it's there's already a bunch of proof of just it's just blatant now. It's just all the time, and we just we just all put our thumbs up and 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 go, yeah, that's the way it is. I can't I can't have that l one layer in conversation anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like this, okay, I get it, but why are we doing it this way? It's like someone getting mad at like the chessboard, yeah, when you're when you could be walking away, or like you're playing a game within a game and you're and you're losing. So, so what's like the, the answer is ejecting? Exodus. Yeah. It's buy buy awesome. buy a piece of land and just fuck off. Ciao, bye. <laughs> that's what that's what that that feels a little cowardice. But like, if I don't have power in society, why wouldn't I do anything else? Like, why don't I just find comfort in my life? If someone finds comfort in becoming a president, 
mm-hmm. then that's your karma. Have fun. Yeah. You know, and maybe they'll do good. Maybe, maybe, probably not. The medium is the message. You know, if you're president within the system that's corrupt, then you're a corrupt president. That's that's a ipso facto. It's. But here's actually, let's go back to this whole thing of solving one problem, uh, fixing one problem, but causing 10 others. I think those 10 other problems, let's talk about mental health specifically, maybe even capitalism as it, I honestly, uh, I think capitalism was a great tool to get us to where we are now, but it can obviously be changed and re- and re- reconstructed, but I don't have anything against capitalism. I just have something against fiat currency and crony capitalism. Yeah. And corporatocracy. It's the, the idea that money ha- has no real value and can be manipulated. And in such a way where we're kept in a state of, of, of short progression. So the middle class is invisibly shrinking and they're just very rich and very poor. And so the middle class is being separated into people who get power and then start shitting on the middle class, which is becoming separated into to also poor people who don't have power and no say. And that's, that's systemic and, and purposeful and very dangerous. And it's getting worse and worse. And anyway, I'm just ranting again, but like, I I, I, I completely lost that, I'm, that capitalism as an idea isn't bad. Neither is socialism or communism. But humans always do what humans do. So we need a new system. We need. Well, that's we where need Jacques Fresco, man, uh, he passed away. But I don't know if you knew about his Venus Project, resource-based economy. Like barter. I don't know how he he had a whole. Si- he pretty much designed the blueprints of the future world. I don't know if they'll ever use it, but cool. Yeah, it was actually. I actually great. don't know about this. Yeah, you should check it out. The Venus Project it was. F- this is years ago, so I'm very rusty on it. But he was talking about how we came to a point where we don't need money anymore, and we can just operate off the resources we have. I don't want to sound like a smartass because I'm a dumbass, <laughs> but like, I think a good 15 years ago, I was like, if we know, if we can quantify the planet then why do we have money? Like if we know the value, if we know the value of our planet, of all our resources, Mm -hmm. at least I know it's a rough estimation. Maybe we'll find like a bunch of gold somewhere one day. I don't know. But like that, that doesn't make sense logically. You know, like barter, money was to remove confusion because barter can be slippery. Mm -hmm. And it's also about taxation and about uh interest and about like 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 banks like money money wasn't physical money's not physical often it's just an idea i owe you this but but there's not enough money for everyone to go around like i know it's more complicated than that but it doesn't fly anymore it's really just like jay when jay when i talk to jay about like the stock market and everything he it's so fun to see someone who got deep into that but is very conspiratorial as well and he just sees it yeah. I wish I had concrete like examples, but he's just like, dude, this is all rigged. This is all just for pe- f- like people to make money. Yeah. And if you don't know how, you're just fucked. Yeah. So like play the game or start a new one or lose. Constantly lose forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit dark, but it's true. It's very dark, but it's yeah. very true. It's dark yeah. because it's true. Yeah. People don't want to talk about this. It might even be a coping mechanism for people like you to get into the stock market and to to think, I can get rich. And it's true, but it's like fucking, it's going to take time and it's hard and it's Mm. risky. And the real people playing this shit, there's no risk. Well, they they have both ends covered. Exactly. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Or they have some professional guy using like 17 bots. Oh, yeah. And, and he's like, eh, he's nah. only getting a percentage of what he's making. Of well, that just shows you that how skewed it can get because you, the big boys are the ones making the money in the market and there's little bottom feeders that are just swimming along the sharks that are making a little bit of the crumbs and then there's everyone else who's losing. 
that's pretty much how the market works and that's kind of how yeah this capitalistic society grew into you have these giant corporations and little businesses that are trying to keep up you know but at the end of the day the big sharks are going to just win yeah that's 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 where the depression futility dynamic gets interesting because it's like do you talk about it do you spread the word do you struggle with it do you try to change it do you accept it but this is this is what we spoke about in the previous podcast is that all these things are coming to the forefront of uh, of the zeitgeist right now and these things are being exposed like no, like no time ever and these discrepancies are being shown i don't know where the fuck the direction's going to head and it's like uh, what our what our friend said uh, tanner was it tanner he was on the podcast the ayahuasca foundation carlos tanner boom when he was saying that the birthing process, yeah, yeah, okay. the birthing process is like we're in the birthing process of something that we can't understand. But the birth, giving birth, is a very traumatic experience, very, very uh, painful experience, and in the moment could feel like eternity. But we're just because we're in it right now. We're not at the, at the solution or the what comes next kind of portion of the story. So. Mm. It could sound like f- it could feel and see and everything about chaos is happening. So it's it's easy to get caught up in it. But it's also like we spoke about in the beginning of the show is to just not take ourselves too seriously and not take everything too seriously because we don't know what's next. At the same time, I, like that's why I asked you before, like how like you like we talk generally a lot, but I I just kind of s- like compressed it. I was like, how do, how's all this affecting you in your daily life? Because suddenly I have this interest in the individual. Like it's like we're like this holographic representation of of society, you know. Like I'm a piece. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a type of human. There's a lot of people like me. There's no one exactly like me. And if I'm not having a good time, we should talk about it. Yeah. What's going on? How is this affecting us? I'm not the be all end all, but I'm still fucking here. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to feel that respect for myself. And I'm starting to understand. I'm starting to be curious. Like really, I don't know how this has affected you. Like just personally speaking. Yeah, I have no idea. You know, I'm curious. You know, like I've I've gone through a fun little roller coaster. I moved out. I, I was super depressed, and yeah, I've been taking all these pills and <laughs> shit, and it's fun. It's yeah. a, I have stories. <laughs> you know, there was just there. There's moments where I really need to just give myself just kicking everything. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's moments where I really just need to give myself those days of just internally working a not I don't even know how to call it but there's there's a lot more moments than usual where because now I guess my schedule has been freed up a lot more than it used to be mm-hmm. that I just really need some time to just either do nothing or to just really go into my head and it's because you have that time now you want like you need it almost it's it's funny maybe yeah because maybe on the day-to-day life of being so always on the go and being busier than usual is a, I, I kind of in a weird way that's kind of avoidance you know it's just a paid avoidance where, you know, you're, you add a job title to that time that you're always running around and stuff. And now that that's kind of... It's like a good reason. Yeah. It, you're, well, you're, it's a rewarded reason. I don't know if it's a good reason. Well, if, you're, if there's something you want to avoid even a little bit, like it could be a hard conversation or it could be the dishes, but you're like, oh, I got to go do that job, you know? Like, it's, yeah. that's, a, that's <laughs> a legit reason. Yeah. That, again, we kind of... Again, that's a, that's a microscopic, like a, it's a little holographic I- information of the society like yeah we're, exactly we're, it's just we're go, like ignoring go 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 momentum yeah it's it's oh it's the, it's the reward it's money it's yes the, it's the it's the points where so we get survival points exactly. and, but it's not just survival it's social points yeah it's because it, that's part of that's our the accepted that's the rewarded 
take on this journey is just go and do more hustle, do this, do that. So now that Whoa. everything kind of slowed down, there's been a lot of times where I guess like I would say shaming myself or something like that or just like thinking I should be doing more, thinking that you're 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 being useless this day, but also now really enjoying these moments and giving yourself that hug when you're feeling down, you know? And I, I never really had that before because COVID wasn't existing. So I was able to just go out. But now that I have to go internal and there, there's literally nothing to do when you're home, mm. you can't go to a restaurant in this part of the world. So it's literally... You're and, st- unless you want a $10,000 ticket. Yeah, or, or you get fucking uh, handcuffed and slammed into a car or something. Who knows? But literally can't go hang out with friends Stop either. Resisting. <laughs> Stop <laughs> resisting. I'm not resisting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, shot in the leg, even you know. But you know, it's funny you bring it up because I I've kind of noticed you're slightly more chill. Mm. Like I never thought you were a wound up guy, but then I got to know you a little bit, and I realized that you have like, <laughs> what is that from Brooklyn Nine Nine? You're not high strung. You're just strung. You're you're <laughs> strung well. You're well strung. You're strung is strong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, and it's functional, but it's like it it could have still been interrupting. I, I mean, you're saying it, it was. Yeah, so now oh yeah. you have this time, and and I see it just a little bit in the way we talk or something mm. that you're like a little bit less gas pedal, just a little bit less. Mm. And it's like you didn't, you weren't crazy before, so it's it must be like a huge difference for yeah. you. Yeah, it you know, but it it doesn't come with its challenges for sure. You know, there's moments where it was really tough. Some days are just you wake up. You know, it's the same routine every other day. It's you're wondering if this day's a little bit different, but sometimes it's the same and you gotta deal with that. You know, and there's a lot of undoings, a lot of undoings that I'm 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 changing my patterns. You know, I'm I have to reinvent training because I would go to a yoga class and just have it done for me and just show up or do a jiu-jitsu class, have it done for me, just show up. So there's a lot of things that we're taking back into our control, which can be empowering. Let's put that out there. You know, this idea of the you can't go to the gym or anything. Now you can take your fitness in, into your own control and really decide what you want to do. It's a lot more work. It's one extra thing you have to think about in your busy life. But it's just about time management. So now there's things that I'm taking into my control and seeing what's actually more beneficial for me and what I need to reject and what I need to add. So it's like a, it's like a hardware update. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a hard hard drive update. You know, it's... I like that. Like, it's it's it feels like a removing... And, but it's but it feels new it feels like you're you're i don't know a lot of times i'm sure there's i'm sure it's for a reason but it's like a, a minimalist mentality like you like you remove fat or whatever from your life sometimes literally <laughs> and yeah. uh that kind of increases you seem to f- it seems to add life or like presence or or like um I don't know, like heart to your experience. Like it's, it's, I, you know, like the Buddha said, I, I, I didn't gain anything from meditation. I lost like mm. fears and, and, yeah. and like perceptions and stuff. And that's something like working through sitting there and letting these things bubble up. But gaining that space is like gaining like more sense of self in the turmoil of the moment. Yeah. And that's really. I mean, like, I, I feel you. I, yeah. I, I, if you're going through that as well, like, there's something oddly peaceful about it, even though there's all these kind of, like, speed bumps and it's not comfortable. Hmm. There's something really, like, comforting that, like, you're still you through everything or, like, you you survive even though you're uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know what, what to call it exactly. 
Well, there's a song that comes to mind, Trevor Hall. You can't rush your healing. It's an incredible song, but it's really that, you know, you can't rush your healing. And that's been a big thing because everything I'm talking about right now, these kind of moving of the pieces is only really starting to happen now. You know, this lockdown's been, what, for six, seven months now? And only now I'm starting to take power into what I can and start to move around the the fucking furniture, in a sense, you know? Both uh, figuratively and yeah. physically, yeah? But I think that process needed this amount of time for me to start doing that internally, you know? And I think a lot of us are starting to, even the the people I see now in massage, and a lot of people are going through very hard times, but things are making more sense in terms of their environment and where they are and where they're alive and how they function. They're starting to recalibrate their life and to get back to a peaceful state, mm. you know? And it's not about being obedient and following the rules and... It's about finding your internal peace, which is above all human so, law. The first thing I thought of yeah. is like we are doing what humans do, and that's just being hijacked by smarter people. You know, like we're we are going to adapt, we are going to, and that's good. There's there's at the end of the is, day, are you happy in your skin? Exactly, that's just the most valuable thing. Because you can put someone in a fucking prison cell for the rest of his life, and he can still reach enlightenment. Okay, yeah, he's missing out on fucking movies, popcorn, hot dogs, whatever the, you want to call it, uh, whatever. But he can still achieve enlightenment. Maybe it's even easier. Maybe. But let's just say, let's use that example because it's a terrifying example. And you need to take that power back into your life. Yes, the fucking world is falling apart in, in everywhere. It's always going to fall apart. That's the way the fucking nature works. Break down, rebuild. But the power you have is to have inner peace. And that's a power you can achieve regardless of the outcome of what you have around you. And use the prisoner in the cell example because that's the best example. You can achieve enlightenment in the cell. So fuck whatever the fuck's going on. You can still achieve enlightenment. You can still find inner peace. It's non-external. I, for me, I play with a... So that's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm rebuilding right now is, okay, the external is all fucked. It's gone to shit. How can I still be peaceful in this moment? You know, and that's what's happening. It's cool that you pointed it out. Like there, A lot of people are just kind of like you can see, you can see a lot of us just kind of regathering. And it's like, oh, I'm like a person again. I can function. And it's like, sometimes it's that bad. And yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, I can like start getting, I can start fucking in with like better habits or I can, I can start like improving my life again. Yeah. And, and that's empowering as hell because mm. you, you, we really all just get tripped up and things were not great before either. You know, the state of the world, uh, that's another thing that COVID <laughs> helped me with. I realized how much that was actually affecting me. You know, like I'm not ignorant to the suffering I know that extremes exist on this planet and, and I want them to be gone. And I know that's a little naive, but that's just a feeling I have. And and that's why bombarding myself with the news is like really unhealthy for me. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, my personality type, I take that on. And not everybody does, but like... Uh, a lot of people do. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... it's but that's that's the power we have, man. With ev- when any, That's the beauty of the human spirit. Whatever cards they're dealt, they can fucking pull through. Mm. But so like that's what that's what I was saying though. Like um, I have this I have this uh, visual in my mind of being being a warrior in the garden mm-hmm. and choosing to stay in the garden when when there's a war, mm. and that's tough. But it like it shouldn't be. Hopefully it's not. But it's it's choosing what you know is right for you, even though you can be uh, helping, quote unquote. 
maybe you're like more enlightened and you just see the cycle of all of it and you go fucking doesn't matter if I add myself or not. And, and maybe it does, but it doesn't really matter what the outcome is. You just start for you. Suddenly you're a gardener. You're not a warrior in the garden anymore. You're just admitting that you're a gardener. Mm-hmm. And that, that might be what I'm going through. Right. Right. Or I've, I've gone through recently. It's just like you mourn parts of yourself and you're like, Oh, I wish I was this guy. I wish I was that guy. And really we can push and become a lot of things, but Maybe that's just a choice also and realizing what what can I toy with and what can I add and what can I really, what can I not change? What are just kind of fundamental things about? Does that even exist? Mm-hmm. Seems like it does, but who knows? It seems like it does. A lot <laughs> talk to parents. Yeah. Your kids are your, your kids throughout their whole life. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I have this kind of fear of like leaving my help on the, on the, on the table sort of and walking away and and that's that is by definition empowering or it can be if that's what's necessary for me as an individual but it's still i guess it's like it's easy to beat yourself up and and be like you you should be doing more or something it's like i can't do by whose standards well yeah exactly that's by my unrealistic standards i of yourself yeah you know i should write that one down actually uh aubrey marcus i love that one really affects me often he says, you have to be fit to serve. And that hurts to hear, but it's like, take care of yourself. Exactly. He's trying to say, take the fucking care of yourself. That's the reality. Yeah. You know? And, oh, we're going we're gonna to solve this problem. But every, like Jordan Peterson says, clean your fucking room. You know, you're going out there and you're going to solve the world's issues, but your fucking life is chaos. You know, it, you can't, this is all going back to what we were talking about in the beginning of lifting the house, cleaning the foundation. And that's the stage I'm at right now. And it's been sweet. There's fucking dry, dry wood that needs to be taken out and fucking mold and whatever. But that needs to be replaced and rebuilt. Not replaced. Reconstructed and rebuilt. What kind of replaced? Or like re, reassessed. Revamped, and, yeah. Because you know? uh, th- like I was saying before, like this is kind of honest. You can't honesty. skip steps. You can't skip steps, you know, because then you're going to have a house on falling. You're going to have falling cards, you know. But if you also pretend that you can't keep the house. Like I was saying before about the tower, like yeah. that's disingenuous. Like some people want a drastic change, and you need that. And that that honest foundational scraping is is dirty work, and it hurts. But it's you're down there for a reason. Exactly. So get, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and even not even get to work. It's 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 like it's like a bubble. It takes the 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 shape it needs to take. You know, like do cry, be fall apart, uh, attempt horrible things. Fi- calibrate you're just going to calibrate you know we, we, we've been arguing free will a little bit at the top of this thing so yeah. let's not get into that but but the the honesty and keeping that house also like the, the all of it is honesty all of it is just, just kind of hit me all of it is just this honesty of of like stuff does remain you have momentum you do have a life you need to rewrite your foundation maybe or or maybe scrape the crap and whatever's left is what was honestly there and then just kind of maintain Might just be that. one piece of wood left uh, maybe man you but know? build on it <laughs> yeah that's it there might man. be nothing left yeah you might be a, a transsexual alien fuck uh, it i don't know like you could who yeah. know who know fuck it you could be a uh you're 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 like I, i'm trying to think of the, the most radical not you <laughs> other thing but you have to just accept it yes and th- obviously that'll come in stages uh, if it's if it's very drastic and different from who you are it's Can't a rush your healing, bro. Can't rush your healing. Yeah. Trevor Hall. Damn it. Can't rush your healing. It's a great song, man. We got to wrap this up. I don't know how long this has been. I was just saying, like, we might have done, like, two hours. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, dude, we haven't done one of them, you and me, in a long time. This was fun. We should do more of those, yeah. actually. Yeah, well, let's get back to it. It's been 
I I don't know what our viewership is these days, but if you guys like us just <laughs> fucking around, like we try, we don't want to talk like movies or something like we did that one time. But like this is fun for us, obviously. We don't we want people as well, but like fuck it, this is what it was all about from the start. That's true. <laughs> we just we were literally on the phone and like, why don't we record this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. But there's a lot of points I want to th- rethink after this episode because that's I'm going to keep that example. Yeah. But that's where I'm going to keep that as an example. The prisoner in the cell can can still achieve enlightenment the same lengths as anyone else. It's funny that you said that too. If I can throw in some synchronicity, I thought of that like like this morning. <laughs> like last night and then like a first thought this morning. I'm in my apartment. I'm alone and I'm thinking like when you have the space to be free, you can be you can achieve freedom. Yes. Like there's no more excuse. And then and then when you notice it, when you see the light, you see there's nothing that can really obstruct the light. Like you're almost the source of like being alive means you have a connection to that freedom. You're tapped into it. Yeah. It's yeah. there. And it's above human law. It's above anything possible. It's deeper. It's it's there. And you can we have we all have the same amount of access to it. Unless there's like some black mirror shit where I put like a node in your brain and you just constantly feel like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're trapped. <laughs> Even then, who Even knows? Even then, maybe, yeah. It would be a cool experience. <laughs> all right. Peace and love. Love you guys.